world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting from the last station. This is the worst little podcast in the world, and I am your host, the Reverend Rory Dowd. Joining me is our good friend, Mr. Nick Ramirez, Mr. Josh Martin, Mr. Dogwater Dick, and of course, good buddy, Johnny Harpo from Rigorous Proof with some awesome music this week. Hello there. We're talking out of our ass. Ooh, that was close. Hi there. <laughs> Gets me every time. So before we get to the show, I do want to let everybody know that uh, this is going to be uh, Necro Mirez's uh, last show for a little bit here. Um, uh, Nick is decided to take a leave of absence because he feels we uh, have some creative differences and should maybe see different podcasts. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, Nick is, by the time you hear this, Nick will be the proud father of uh, little Pauline Ramirez. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Hey, Congratulations. brother. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I you might, like. I might make it next week. I, was I don't say, know. You yeah. gotta, you take take a paternity leave from the podcast, bro. I mean, really, you're just not laying down at your house yeah. for fuck's really? sake. Not if, it's, if it's from uh, my bedroom, we might have Paulie on the show next <gasps> week. Oh, That'd well, be great. Or at least. At least I'll show you her in the Zoom meeting. You gotta at least show. like drop in and say hi yeah. and introduce her to everybody. Well, you make Absolutely. her spell. Well, you make her uh, spell. See, cut. dude, I, I would just use the opportunity to like tell the whole world to fuck off and not have to do anything and free yourself of all responsibility. But that's right. Yeah, you're more than welcome. I'm not like kicking you off the show, but I just figured. Yeah, we'll leave it a mystery. I, so I'm that kind of selfish bastard. <laughs> tune in next week to find out if I'm on the show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll find out a few days beforehand. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also next week we'll have um, we're we're supposed to schedule to come in is Josie Rock, who has a really awesome. Um, oh yeah, here at Arts right now. So um, he was going to come panel with us next week. So if I'm out, that he's a good replacement. You know? Like, oh yeah. But, oh yeah. No, but you. Yeah, that'd be great. You should be here for that. Yeah, you booked that one. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll probably be here. I don't know. Anyway, thanks you guys. On? I can't wait to be Paulie's dad. What's going on in the background? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Who's background? Nothing. Okay. Background. I can oh, tell. Mr. Harpo, there. Uh, What's going Mr. on? Mr. Cactus was was just giving you guys a. Uh, uh, giving you and and Mikey love uh, uh, for your your recent addition to your family. Oh, thank you, Cactus. Thank you very much. And I just want to say congratulations. He says congratulations. He we can't hear. We can hear he him. Can't hear you, he can't but hear you can hear him. <laughs> well, you can. You can hear him now. You're the. You guys you're the one who needs to know that, Johnny. What? <laughs> you don't have what? to relay his answers to us. That's fine. <laughs> hey, is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> hey, hey, Calling you live from 1922. <laughs> Orson Welles. So, hey, how the hell are you? 
I'm I'm doing very well. Um, it's good to be back in. We've uh, been back in Reno for about six months, and uh, I feel like Gordon Cole from Twin Peaks right now. <laughs> um, no, uh, it's good to be back in Reno, and uh, and and uh, get, like I said, uh, we're we're getting rigorous proof back together. And I've uh, been writing a lot of music. I mean, I think everybody has because we've been forced right. to do nothing but write a lot of music. Rigorous um, proof getting back together. Wait, you haven't said that on this show yet. Well, not for all you fine people. Um, <laughs> oh, you mentioned it to the Patreon people who found yes. out two days ago. Not only that, the that Patreon people got to hear the exclusive um, release of AK-47 from, AK-47. A, from a live album that isn't out yet. Yeah, and and that's the only time that you're gonna get to hear it until until the record comes out in uh, two months. Um, so all of you Patreon people, thank you for uh, supporting Worst Little Podcast. Uh, you get to hear it first. Yeah, and those of you who are Patreon people, why don't you go ahead and subscribe so you can hear that great song? Cool shit like this. Okay. Worth it right there. How are you? How are you, fellas? It's been a few months since I've been on the show. I think it was. I think the last time I was on the show was 2016. Holy wow. fuck, dude. It's really? been a while. Like fucking five years ago. Yeah, it's five years, Damn. man. How many other times were you on before that? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say four other times before, because I was on the show. I feel like I was on the show with the Midorians, then Rigorous Proof, yeah. then the Defabulators, yeah. then Rigorous Proof, yeah. then just me solo. Yes, that makes and sense. And then me now, so I've... I think uh, I, I think I'm in I think I'm in the the, the six timer club. Yeah, you're on the yeah. second hand now. Let's check out, dude. Holy you're three times away from getting the jacket. <laughs> yeah, I get the Pretty jacket darn. now, right? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are passing <laughs> out jackets? <laughs> Maybe patches. Jackets. You've only been on once. You don't get one for a long time. Twice, dude. We were on twice. Oh, yeah. Come on. Uh, you gotta be on ten times for the jacket. Six but, patch. Well, what about the patch, dude? <laughs> and how many at- how many times did you attend the rap meeting in Rick's studio? Holy fuck, dude. Absolutely. That also weighs heavily. Yeah, see, that you don't get a letter even if you got a jacket. <laughs> we'll, we'll put him in the hall of fame. He's up yeah. in the hall of fame. Do, do different ones. Six. Yeah, no, we need to we need to take the picture of Johnny I have and like just slap it up in the studio. He's there so much he's like one of us. Yeah. One of us. One we of should us. we should make a really shitty collage of anybody that's been on the show more than five times. Oh, like, like, I mean, ransom note letters and their faces cut out of uh, a bad computer printouts from 1986 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, well, you know, the pleasure, the privilege would be mine to to be to, to, to be by your side. Something, something from the Smiths, right? Oh, I love that song. It's a good ass song. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. You're a good ass song. <laughs> Who doesn't want to get hit by a double decker bus and think that's yeah, right? Well, if you're with the right person, then that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know that song's about like sitting next to some straight dude that doesn't think about Just you the same you way. Fine, folks. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Probably. That doesn't matter, Rick. <laughs> yeah, words are adaptable to people, an art, people. you know, flexible. 
Word can word, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's up for interpretation. People you know what else is flexible. Despite their do, preferences. Do, do people see the video of us? <laughs> what? Well, uh, no, this no. is audio only. Right. Okay. Um, so don't. I am take, naked right now for all, all of you. I would say you can wipe off your lipstick if you feel coat. like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> So uh, I'd like to know what, what's new with the uh, – we heard a little bit about Nick uh, and uh, him and Mikey's uh, recent addition to the world – or s- soon to be recent addition to the world. But when this airs, recent addition. Um, can I sign one of them? Yeah, Thank you. What's going on with Dogwater Studios? Oh, well, let's shit. hear a little bit about that. I'm working my fucking ass off. We just released a new album for um, – um, boy, it hasn't come out yet, but I finished – um, the one, a new one from Weapons of Mass Creation, and a new solo Ooh. album from Joe Attack, and um, the Damn. new Lincoln Skins album, and a new Um Junior oh, yeah. is is about to hit. Ooh. Also, so those are the four that I just finished, and I've got. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm booked three months out like I always am. It's the it's yeah. the thing that like everybody, you know, everybody's recording because they can't play out. They got to do something. Yeah. So uh, for all booking requests, please send Rick an email after the show. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Studios yes. on Facebook or yeah, or call me. My number's just I'm out there. If you just search Dogwater Studios. It's the same number he's had since I've known him for half my life. Totally, totally. Yeah. I met Johnny when he was nineteen. When I was just a young yeah. twink. Right. It, it used to be my phone number. <laughs> At one point. Oh, really? I, the, oh, well, well, no, the old the house, house phone number. number. No, At no, the no, time I met phone. you, Johnny, I think I still had a house phone. So that's how long I've known you. did. I, I do remember. You had, had and you had that, Rick, you had that house phone number for like 25 oh, fucking years. Million years. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> totally true. And then one year I realized that I went five years without ever touching it. And that's when I decided to get it disconnected. Yep. And now it can rest rest in peace. I'm going to pour the rest uh, of my beer uh, on the ground. Wait, wait, my phone which home. makes me remember <laughs> an old sample, uh, uh, the an old sample from the old uh, answering machine days and tape that you save for years until you digitize it. My dear friend Dave, who was drunk and really upset with me. The hang, hanging off the truck and everything, that was all involved. Yeah, yeah and I just realized as I brought this up why we don't play those uh, uh, drops anymore. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, no, like this one isn't so bad. Fucking lonely-ass, sorry-ass queen. It's okay to call a boyfriend <laughs> you're mad at queen when you're drunk. Yeah. You know, oh, and, and there's, nothing, there's nothing offensive or uses the F word for gay people in this one. And I hope you, you fucking die by yourself. Yeah, you could say I hope you die by yourself in, in 2021. Oh, but where you were talking about... I hope you end up by yourself, and I hope you end up crying with your chihuahua dog, dude. <laughs> also, rest in peace, little prince. Oh, little guy, he's gone for a long time. That's sad. He'll yeah. be back. Right, I hope, to, I can't wait to see him in heaven. And have him lick Indeed. my face and pee on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Johnny, I had COVID though, so I shut down for two weeks. To answer our interviewee's question. You shut down for two weeks for the first time in what, 15 years, 12 years? <laughs> and, it, and it was because of COVID. <laughs> like, because I yeah. had COVID, not because of the worldwide pandemic. But. Well, it lo- looks like Rick finally got a vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say, you know, you, you, your, your passion to the craft is your vacation. If you, if you do something that you love, you're never working. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's true. My dad always said that uh, more money will not get you through a job that you hate as well as a job that you love will get you through shitty money. You do it right. You should be able to someday find a job that you love that does pay a lot, but it takes a lot of trial and error. Some glimpses of wisdom from the worst little podcast crew. It's a new segment we're doing. Right. It's called uh, Try uh, to Enjoy Your Shitty Job. Yeah. <laughs> Try to show up to work on time. Persevere through your shitty job till you get the one that you want, even though it doesn't pay good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A shitty job is a good job if you just pretend it's a good job. If you have any self-respect, every, every job you do, do well or okay. your best. Make believe that it's a good job and you're all good. <laughs> yeah. And believe in yourself. Decide that you're interested in stuff that you're not interested in, but it will be good for you. Just decide to do that. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Mind over matter, bro. Right. Yeah. Uh, Now we're just heading into like, we're about to just write a a new coffee table book that's like the secret or something. I was just thinking this this feels like, hey, if you've missed hanging out at bars, here's what five guys shooting the shit sounds like. (laughs) Waxing semi-philosophical kind of talking out of their asses. (laughs) Uh, And on that note. Original concept of the show. Goddamn right. So now here's a song. Yeah. Johnny, what you want to play? Yeah, set something off for us. What we got let, here? Let, let's let so let's play October Dusk. This oh. is one that we originally we originally the first time we ever recorded it was on the podcast, and then two weeks later we recorded it for real in Dogwater Studios. And now, for all of you fine people out there listening, you get to hear it live. This record that's coming out, Living Proof, is a document of a working class band playing their fucking hearts out. These are these are tunes that we crafted in our house that we all lived in together. And after we got done playing these songs and getting them recorded as well, we all went to work. I went to work behind the bar, same as Wes. Jesse had to go to the hospital where he worked at the time. Lando went to go to work at the bar too. So th- this is truly a document of a, uh, of a working class band who's been playing together and honing their, their, their skills and I, I think that it, for anybody who can A-B test uh, from the, the, the studio version, which is ni- nice and honed and polished to hearing this one, which is us live, raw, completely real. There's no overdubs. Nothing has been changed or altered except for uh, the mix for your, for your beautiful ears. Man, and this is from 2016. So it's... Uh, yes. So this is... It's, it's, even though it's not available for another two months, this is from way back in the day when we could still go to bars. Correct. And here's October Dusk. Songs. 
Awesome Is it line. shitty to say that it's that it's that it's so Reno? Did you name check Lander Street there? Hell yeah, so, you like, did. Yeah, yes, I did. Uh, I, I, I used to live Lander on Lander Street, Street twice. Yeah. Nice. Land, at the corner of Lander and Arroyo, the best tree in Reno. The it's, big ass one. That, that gigantic one? tree. Yeah, the one that's yeah. wider than the house that it sits next to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was many, many special things all. Many, many many times uh, growing up. Well, not growing up, but I guess like being an early uh adult when i lived on lander street i would be on mushrooms just sitting underneath that tree yep. <laughs> i had similar experiences after i'd been up for four or five days those poor age. people who live there just have to deal with people like vibing with this tree yeah. all the time like, could you imagine living there look out your window at three in the morning and just see a couple dudes sitting on the lawn staring at your tree yeah you're just like <laughs> well it ha- happened again something about when i was living in europe and then when i was living in hawaii as well um there's there, there's so much beauty to reno that uh a lot of times goes un- unseen just like that one tree that we're all just talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's the right they're, they're, little they're, secrets of Reno. Yeah. There, but there's just so much, there's so much beauty inside of Reno that we never really get a chance to like dig upon. Yep. Yeah. It's a great, great area. Well, good. A good song. I like the, the, the spirit. Oh Yeah. Appreciate that. So, uh, so you said you got back to Reno six months ago. Prior to that, you were was that when you were in Hawaii? Correct. Um, I got back from Europe in January 2019, and then I moved to Hawaii, where my mom, my stepdad, and all my siblings live in uh, October of 2019, and then I got back in june of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic and that was a, a weird sight to to be seen uh, that's Certainly. a little odd <laughs> hawaii was yeah, pretty locked had, down had were, some were weird the numbers better there were you were, were you safer there yeah when i left hawaii uh 
there was zero cases on on the island that I lived on. There was no cases anymore. Shit. And then I, I I got I got to Reno and I'm at like Save Mart on Plum, and like this old ass lady is like scoffing at me from wearing a mask, and I'm like, I'm not wearing this to look cool, asshole. I'm wearing this for you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. So I don't know. Oh shit. Um, it, 2020 was hard for everybody, and and that's something that hopefully we we all can kind of grow from and understand that you know us as as humans all were in it together and uh, maybe there's some sort of love we can all all, all gain from that That'd kind of cool. a star trek needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few jim yeah okay speaking of star trek i've been making this uh like the, these playlists for this girl i like and i was like i'm just going to decide that every one of these play- playlists i'm going to curate for you are going to be named after all these star trek movies so, like, the first one's the motion picture. The second one is uh, the wrath of Elton John, but it's spelled like con. And, uh, but, 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 the, but then, uh, uh, then I got to uh, the final frontier. Save the whales. Oh, well, yeah, the the the, uh, the voyage home is the is the is the whale one. Um, yeah. But my my favorite one is directed by William Shatner. The final frontier. Also, the one where they jump the shark, also known as the one where they find God. Oh yeah, why right, would God? Right, right. Why would God need us to break him out of jail? <laughs> it's a common theme. Dog, I was watching Dogma last night. Almost the same thing. He, his jail is a body in the hospital. It's so or funny. Her jail and that jail is, and that jail happens to be Bud Court. I yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, Bud fucking court. <laughs> You're right, but in, in Dogma yeah, it kind of works. It doesn't make sense, but it works. And then, but yeah, the Star Trek one's like, but even Kirk is is the one asking, like, why does God need us to break him out of jail again? Yeah, well, I think Dog, Dogma is a comedy. That's why it works. And then Star Trek is like really taking itself seriously on some of that stuff. I I think we we can all kind of chalk that up to Hollywood and cocaine and the, the oh, yeah. early 90s and move on. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think that Captain Kirk one was in the 90s, wasn't it? Like maybe later 90s or. Oh, no, was it no, later? That, that was 80s. Uh, the, the final. Was that straight was 80s? 80s? The one that you guys are oh, thinking of, generations. Is generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Generation. That was the first because that has the uh, the TNG cast generation. in it. Yeah, the TNG right. cast. And, yeah, correct. And Shatner, and it also has um the dude from A Clockwork Orange. Uh, 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 from uh, Clockwork Orange, yeah. Malcolm yeah, and he's Mason. and he's got that one. He's got that one eyelash. But he's got the white hair like he did when he was the bad guy in Tank Girl. Oh, that's a good one too. World traveling, recording, you just don't stop, man, do you? No. Um, uh, when is the album coming out? <laughs> the the live You record? said a couple of months? Yeah, when's that coming out? You I, said a couple of months, but... I was, uh, I was going to... Uh, I was going to release it on Lando's birthday, February 4th. Uh, however, I'm negotiating a new distribution deal for all of our stuff with an, a, a different... Um, company and uh sure so i'm kind of in, in the midst of talks with that right that's now in limbo get, it will i'm, I'm gonna go with them it, it's just more of a of a case of the uh, date yeah i i got it well and, I, and i'm waiting on some some album art because there's a bunch of really cool pictures that we have uh the 
the the cover I want for Living Proof is going to be kind of like a like a bootleg record from the seventies where it's got like a black and white like pasted on like Xerox to you know a flyer almost where yeah. it's like you know yeah. rigorous proof. But I'm I'm trying to find that because there's a there's a couple of photos of the band that are really really good and I I want one of those that has all four of us in it. And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of talking with a photographer that has a couple and, and, uh, trying, trying to work that out, uh, so that we can buy that off of them. And then, um, we might, we might, depending on the vinyl world right now is kind of hard. Cause like one of the biggest, uh, vinyl pressing plants like burnt down last year, Yeah, but right. I, I, I want yeah, to oh, press yeah. it onto yeah. vinyl. I want to do vinyl for it this time around because it's kind of a greatest hits record. And, um, and I think it'd be really cool, you know, just white, white face album, you know, like vinyl record 12 by 12 and then just, you know, rigorous proof, living proof. And then, uh, in, 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 on the back of it, I'll, I'll, I'll write like, you know, in my handwriting, a a little, like the, like liner notes, you know what I mean? So liner um, notes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing probably around March. Um, it, it'll be live on Spotify and Bandcamp and stuff where so everybody can hear it. Uh, and then the next record, depending on whenever we can track Rick down or also track down uh, a drummer to play live again, um, is when uh, we'll, we'll start doing that. Me and, me and Lando have, uh, we've got the record done. Uh, we're, we're writing it differently this time than the next studio record. Uh, what we're doing is nine major like literary themes, love, death, revenge, that type of stuff. And, and then we're going to, uh, lyrically, I'm trying to push myself to do the most abstract, uh, versions of those major themes that I can. And, uh, you're, you're getting all like Dante's the Inferno or, or, uh, like the, was that the, the planets uh, on us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we've, no, been together. we've been together for 10 years now. Uh, rigorous proof. Uh, we turned 10 the other day. I don't know what day, but recently it's awesome. So we, 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 we got to push, ourselves, you know, we're only 11. So like, that's Before awesome. That was the Midorians, right? Yeah. So I, I'm, I think I'm going to also, uh, when I play solo, It'll be Johnny Harpo and the Midorians because uh, when we switched names from Midorians to Rigorous Proof, I was the one who got outvoted. I wanted to stay as the Midorians. Everybody else wanted a new name for creative differences and uh, some other things that were going on uh, that reputation-wise we didn't want to like fuck with anymore. So I was like, well... Cause I'm also, I'm, I'm in the process of recording a solo album, which I think the next time that I'm on the, uh, the podcast, we'll, we'll be talking about that record, which should hopefully be later this year as well. I got a couple, I got like three records coming out. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, will you just let me, <laughs> let me know how you want me to book the show this year. So and, uh, just keep me posted. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll see Johnny Harpo and we'll, and we're also going to see. So part of that distribution deal I was talking about that I'm working out w- right now with, uh, for rigorous proof is going to include my entire back catalog going back to when I was 14. Um, my first band task force 16 
then my second band, Groovebox Replica, and then the Midorians, and then Rigorous Proof as well, and then future Johnny Harpo releases as well. Um, it's just daunting to have to deal with uh, distribution and, you know, being an artist, like you don't have time to deal with the business side of things, but you have to, if you're going to be an independent musician, you have to learn these things and know them. So soon enough. This, so, real quick, I go ahead. just to dovetail off of this and to take a note from Nick, I'm actually going to pull a question out of the quiz and insert it into the regular interview. Cause yeah. it's a long ass fucking answer. Usually. All right. What do you think is harder writing songs or recording them? Right. Oh, well, I think that uh, writing them correctly is harder. Uh, Every time that I've ever recorded, I've always stuck with um, the the, the creed of Led Zeppelin 1, where Jimmy Page and, and the guys went in, recorded it all, first take, second take, and paid for it themselves and owned it and did it right. But that that's how I work. When, when I go into the studio, like I, I want to knock it out and get it done. I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly how to do it. Writing songs. I'm more like Leonard Cohen. Like I have songs that have taken 10 years to write because a, 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 a song doesn't just show itself to you. And, Sometimes they do like, like a song like AK 47. I wrote in 10 minutes. 10. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, he said 10 uh, years a bunch of times. Yeah. 10 years, man. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to rigorous proof. What does Kevin Smith think about that? You ever do anything 10 years in a row? That's huh? right. <laughs> 10 years, man. That's fucking impressive. I just want to say congratulations. Johnny. That that shit floored me. I was like, "What? Holy shit!" (laughs) Real, recognize real, you know. Yeah, you're for real, Johnny Harpo. You're you've been fucking rocking Reno since you were a little kid. So I have uh, more than half your life now, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing uh, that that's what I was born to do. You know, it's not necessarily what pays the bills, but uh, as an artist, sometimes it doesn't. You, you, what, the, the, would you the, say the great work consumes you always? Would you that? say that you built this city on rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not going to deny it. We all did, didn't we? Uh, but this isn't Jefferson Star. The lyric so. is we. <laughs> yeah, look, Marconi made the mambo, so rigorous <laughs> proof. Listen to the radio. What do you want from that? You know, I, well, you know, I grew up in a radio station, so I, I, I was very lucky enough yeah. to have that that music whenever I wanted it to. Uh, be, growing up with a father who's been in radio for, uh, you know, in my entire life and pretty much his entire life as well. When I was sitting at home and I needed the the Smiths, there they were sitting on the wall with the rest of the CDs. When I needed the MC5, there they were. Uh, with the fucking Stooges, there they were. You know, everything, I, I was very, very lucky. You had Spotify before the rest of us had Spotify. 
Yeah, pretty much, pretty yeah. much on demand, we, whatever you want. I mean, and we all grew up as as radio files, and literally, some of us grew up like digging on your dad on the airwaves here in town. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No you were literally that fly on the wall that we my, all kind of wanted to, to be. <laughs> I, I yeah. would go to work with my dad since at an early age. Uh, I would go to work with him. I'd be in the control room with him. He'd be on the air. There was many yeah. times when I was a little kid where I fucked up and like pushed the button just because you're like sitting there and you're five and you're like, this looks like a good idea. And it's it a ruins big his, red his shiny button. button. Yeah. If you guys want to say, want to say his call name for the audience. I mean, maybe some of them don't know. 105.7 so. KOZZ. This is Max Volume coming at you with, with the uh, free form free ride. I forgot what his show is called right now. <laughs> um, yeah, That's no, crazy. Was, uh, yeah, certainly you know a legendary I've, I've voice that we all grew on, up with. Uh, I've been working on a lot of music with my dad too. Uh, um, once a week for the past couple months, I'll go over to his house and uh, we'll jam together. And he's got a bunch of new tunes as well, and I've been playing drums and and we've kind of been whipping each other back into shape as playing because uh, I, I don't just play. He's guitar. a great I play bass. I, I play uh, drums. Oh, he's he's an amazing songwriter and yeah. in, uh, in a. Uh, amazing performer as well. Um, I'm, I'm just a very fortunate man to have grown up in, in the circumstances that I did. Uh, we don't all get to grow up with Max Volume, <laughs> you know. Well, we kind of, we kind of all did in a way. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, but I know what you mean. He's in your home, but he was kind of in our homes too, and like, he, a, yeah, a way that he was just consistent. Yeah, influenced us a little bit. He's got to have influenced you the most, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. that's pretty awesome, dude. Look, look what he did. He made fucking awesome rocker oh, right yeah. from his his radio disc jockey balls. <laughs> well, and, 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 and <laughs> I was going to say loins, but you go. Next. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Loins. That's that's the polite way. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Nick gets a pass, though. <laughs> Rory, in the, no, in the show notes, are you going to say that we talk about Max Volumes balls? Um, I think I'll leave that out. Um, Keep it as an Easter egg. Keep it as an Easter egg. (laughs) People need to find it. I I know we we haven't used them in a while upon request, but hey, do we have a Max drop we could throw in? Like, do we have have any Max? Will we get in trouble if we play it? He told us not to. No. as the executor of his his estate, I I, I, say, <laughs> I, I, I say you can use one <laughs> out of out of permission. The worst little podcast. Do you remember this? You remember Felix likes to drink. <laughs> there we go. Gotta miss you, Mac. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make a note right now. I should I should reach out and book him on the show. Oh goddamn, that'd yes, be so good. Yes, you should. He's got a bunch of new songs. Book Max. Hey, this is Max Volume, and I never listen to the worst little podcast except for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. That's the honest one. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we love you, God, buddy. That's awesome. <laughs> we, we, we love you. All man. right. Oh, so I just knocked over my drink. So I think it's uh, a good time for us to have a song. Johnny, what are we going to hear next? So if you can cue up perspective into Montezuma, 
People Ah, need to hear it that way because I know it's a little bit long, but it's really rigorous proof. Rarely writes a song that's like longer than three and a half minutes. So it's only going to be six minutes and it'll give everybody time to go pee, get a new beverage, maybe even look up rigorous proofs, uh, actual catalog, show some love to that. Click like, and subscribe. We're giving away a PS five on rigorous proofs (laughs) YouTube page. Just kidding. We're not, um, <laughs> that's pretty baller. <laughs> I, I, I've been watching a lot of like dumb YouTube things where it's like, yeah. click like and subscribe. We're giving away a fucking PS5. All you got to do is comment. And it's like, are you really giving away a fucking PS5? Bullshit. <laughs> we, got, we got these fun little avatars of us you can have. Uh, yeah. we're, giving a, we're giving away a life size statue of Thanos. Yep. Hit that thing. One of my favorite parts of this song is it starts off with uh, the catchphrase of rigorous proof, which everybody uh, will hear in just a moment. Take it, Lando.
that's the end of the debate All these crazy things that we do Searching for happiness on the sky so blue We can't get what we want or what we need Till the power of love overcomes the power of greed And we learn how to see Call me.
Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Way to go. I, I, I didn't realize uh, the band's motto was the Ric Flair. Woo! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For, for, for whatever <laughs> reason, uh, when we were doing that, like, during that time, I think I was listening to a lot of T-Rex, and I was just like, yeah, you know, like doing a lot of that for some reason, like because even oh, yeah. even Lando was like when we went to record the actual studio record, he was like, he's like, yeah, we got to cut out some of the like, yeah, because I was just doing it like too much, too know? much punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started adapting my uh, um, the songs I I was writing as a burgeoning singer songwriter to uh, One Ton Dooley. Um, I believe at least uh, Nick and Jack independently had side conversations with me. Like, okay, like, uh, uh, back, back off the yes. Nick, I think you told me it was a verbal crutch. You told me it was a crutch, like Michael Mara. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> You're like, all right, fair enough. Oh, yeah, I'm putting that in like ums. It really depends on the song. So I'm not sure what song you're referring to, but yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> But I, it was kind of in all of them. <laughs> you know, and like, now I reserve it. I reserve it for when uh, it really needs it. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Throwing the yeah no into the songs that's not appropriate. Yeah, I, I start I off with exclamation no. points like they don't mean shit at the end. By the end of the song, you know, it's like eleventy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know. <laughs> I don't but know. you gotta you gotta respect a good yeah and woo and well you don't yeah. Like, yeah it's it's song punctuation you know it goes way back you guys yeah. in the thir- in the fucking 40s Paris Prado Prado I don't know how you say his last name but Paris Prado would always do like in his giant orchestra from the back of the orchestra he'd go uh, really loud but he'd only do yeah. it like once a nice. song once a song but you know you're well, listening okay, to so Paris he, Prado he got it down better than us Fuck yeah. He was a that's projection. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it is. Do you got that one from Penny? Oh, fuck yeah. That's what that reminds me of. The Penny, uh? I don't know uh I that's a good one. Pe- Penny from the Shames? <laughs> it's a little more <laughs> eh than it is uh. Yeah. It's still kind of the up, same though. idea. It, it, it's a little more David Bowie, like uh, like Ziggy started, <laughs> like Yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah
the studio album is live too. It's just live in the studio yeah. without, packing, yeah. without being on the podcast. Like we but could do a second take if we wanted to, you know. Yeah, but R- Rigorous Proof was always such a good live band together because we lived together, worked together, and 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 really honed all those songs in that when Rick was showing us uh, the the songs we had done on the podcast versus the ones we had done in the studio were only about one or two seconds short of each other. They sounded so good, which made me think I should be charging for the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, one of these he paid for and one of these he didn't. Yeah, it's a bargain. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. but see, that was always, uh, at least that was my, uh, that's how I got people booked on the show, Rick. It was like, hey, yeah. you know, come do this podcast with us. Check out what you think of the recording. And then, you know, it's like a free little thing. And then if you like it, you can come like, you know, pay for it with Rick. And tons of people like to try before they buy. That's how we got so many people booked on this show, not because anybody listens. And we never we never planned that. It was never meant to be like a, we drag you in and then try to get you to book the studio. But some of the best albums I've ever recorded are with bands that, that I met because they were on the fucking show. How many albums have you recorded oh, realistically? Christ. I don't even know. I can tell how you many, though, how many records have you done? I, okay, now the studio's been open for uh, twelve years. Like, and yeah. but the early years was like I. I mean, I didn't. I didn't make any money. But was that Joni in the closet? It's it, like with recording in the closet, the old house. Oh, you know who got stuck with that was Eric Foreman. I remember really distinctly yeah. having the the trying to have a bo- vocal booth in a tiny tiny closet, and it was a terrible idea. It was so hot; I there was Jody no ventilation. Did that as well. I would no. I think by that point, I was doing this thing where I took two giant closet doors and tried to section off a corner of the room. Like that was my uh. next idea. So that was a little more open, but not not Bloody. quite as. And now I now I know that you don't need any of that shit. Um, but. But I will say in the last, just since I moved to this house, so in the last almost six years, I've done, I've recorded, mixed, and mastered about 1,700 tracks. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So everybody. <laughs> wow. But just in the last six years. Now Seven, that's- Okay. hundred oh, tracks. If the average album is 11 to 15 tracks, like, like, let's talk like just old school, like Led Zeppelin albums, like a 13 yeah. track album. <laughs> you know, you got seven songs one side, six songs on the other. You know? Now, you know, keep in mind, many of those are podcast tracks, but I think those count because most of the podcasts, when it we were recording count, them, Rick. were oh, full band yeah. in the room, had to be mixed and mastered. Yeah. Like, it, so, it's like a whole up deal. until this year, for sure. Right. Like, I mean, but, but even this bullshit still requires a whole lot of editing, processing, and you. Your magic, yeah, like, but, and, to but make this, it work. But those aren't counting in this total. The yeah, because I have a folder yeah, where I just yeah, throw yeah. all the MP3s that I send to people, and that folder's up to seventeen hundred. So, so it's been and it's been a lot. Also, yeah, Folgers, if you're listening, our boy Rick has been tearing up half decaf, half caffeinated for the past fifteen years. Oh it's yeah, it's time for a sponsorship for this man, man. I, I rock. I love half calf. Anybody in, in, in the coffee world, it's time to sponsor Rick's Bag. Oh, Rick has the best coffee in the whole city. Oh yeah, is. yeah. I mean, that's that coffee is always good. Yeah, absolutely. The coffee doesn't taste one tenth as good as Rick's does at the, at home. 
So yeah, yeah right. No, yeah. You know, you gotta you always gotta grind the beans right before it goes in. That you need to be able to yeah. taste the recently eviscerated beans in yes. that cup. That's, that's my the, that's what I do wrong. That's the fucking I don't grind important it. part. Yep. Yeah, it, otherwise it's been true. its soul was ripped from it months away and then it sat in a fucking a warehouse. Yeah, in, a, in a Costco. Yeah. I was just gonna say a Costco, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's all right. Right. It'll my, do. My dad I remember growing up, going to the grocery store, my dad would grind up the coffee in the grocery store, but he would always only do enough for a couple of days to A, make sure he had a reason to go back to the store and not be around mom for a few hours. Yeah. And B, to make sure he would have fresh ground coffee every two to three days. (laughs) It's brilliant. It's a a speed of life that I also, uh, when I was in Europe, uh, when I was living in France, what I really liked the, about the speed of life there is that like every day I would walk to the grocery store and get my groceries for the day. It gave you a reason to get out of the house and I was married at the time. So it also gave me a reason to get the fuck away from my ex-wife who we were not getting along with and have some little mission to go and, and, and accomplish. And, and you know, when you're sitting there, uh, in France and you don't speak the language and you don't know anybody and all you got's 10 euro to your name, it becomes a real fun game of what is the most, the, 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 the best meal I can make with 10 euro every day. I, I, I used to busk on the corner when I was living in France. I, I had no money. I had no visa. I got myself into a weird situation and uh, yeah, I remember sitting there playing space oddity one time with my guitar and some dude was walking by and flipped me a, a, a two euro coin. And I knew with two euros I could buy meat and also some veggies and I could get out yeah. get out of the house too. You know, yeah. you're, you're you're bringing back the days of of traveling across the U.S. reciting poetry and trying to sell chapbooks <laughs> to yeah, get a yeah. meal in Des Moines <laughs> and to so I could get down the road <laughs> to get to you know yeah yeah shit but not being able yep. to to speak the language but not, not not speaking the language yeah like that's a whole other quantum yeah. and, uh, uh, step up and how much of that uh, the two euro went to the royalties for David Bowie. None of it. Poor Bowie. It went all to... Bowie's cool with buskers. (laughs) (laughs) Bowie was dead. (laughs) He didn't care. (laughs) But but he was. Like, I would have been. I'm just saying. He he would have been cool. You understand that you needed needed that money more than he did. He was a broke son of a bitch with bad teeth once, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He was sitting there like, hey, listen, man, I'm David Bowie. (laughs) <laughs> I get it, man. Well, in his early days, he lived on uh, red peppers, cocaine, and milk. So, yeah, yuck. Like, when, when somebody asked him about that, they were like, "Why were you only doing cocaine, eating milk, and red peppers?" He was like, "I don't know. Honestly, I don't know." <laughs> like he had no. He had I was no on fucking drugs. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> he was just like, "I was on a lot of cocaine with Iggy Pop, and I don't know." 
I just don't uh, get the there, red pepper. There, there's part no of magical me. combination there. It's no, just really, be something better. Chewy, you're right. The red pepper, the red pepper yeah. is the part that doesn't make sense. I can I can yes. understand milk. Maybe vitamin C. Actually, I okay. The milk is what doesn't make sense to me. I can understand no. the red pepper. It's a complete meal. I mean, it's it's they grow cows on that. You know, it it makes sense. Yeah. But but yeah, the red pepper. Oh. Was it spicy red pepper or was it just red bell peppers? Red bell pepper. Yeah, and Shit. yuck. I mean, there's met so many better peppers. this is vulgar but what i was always thinking was like david bowie's like cocaine milk and peppers years like what kind of dumps was that guy taking like oh yeah yeah. we all go there immediately immediately as an experiment one of us should take cocaine milk and red peppers for a week and take a picture of your bm just in bowie's honor as a performance I, I think, I think art rock piece. We're all too old for that. We're going to have to find somebody younger to to, to uh, use as an experiment. Yeah. So in, somebody uh, who's doing a lot of coke, can you can you get this done for us, please? In, in 1999, <laughs> I actually lived on a similar diet, but it was it was quarts of uh, beer and quarts of milk and bean burritos. Hank <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the bomb, the bomb burrito it was a dollar ninety nine at the. Oh god! My house. Oh god! Yeah, yeah. That's what, the Seven Eleven fucking yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. I eat that and I go to the Zephyr for about six, seven hours. I'd, by the end of the night, I. Okay, I mean, okay. you can't go poop at the Zephyr. Well, well, not in the men's room. Not not back then. It was, it was, it was usually occupied. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when they opened the Silver Peak across the street, I'd go there. Yep. Oh yeah, I, I remember being like sixteen that was years the old. Zephyr bathroom. <laughs> yeah, the, the real one. Right. I remember yeah. being sixteen years old, playing a show at the Zephyr, and taking oh, a shit. God. In, in, in the women's room because yeah. they at least had like a shower yeah. curtain. Curtain. Yeah, they had a shower curtain. Yeah, velvet like, but fucking you, curtain. But you had to get the people doing coke out of the stall first. Yeah. Or the people yeah. fucking you usually out of the when, they, when they saw a, a toddler like me, they would leave. <laughs> yeah. If you were in there just legitimately oh. down to take a dump, somebody would open the curtain to see what you were doing. I What's remember, up? What are you doing? Oh, hey. hey. hey what you got? Yeah. I remember one time at Old Zephyr on that on that little stage that they had. I, I was like, I was playing with the Midorians, I think, and I, I went to do yeah. like, like 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 a Pete Townsend like jump up like like you know like do like a windmill type thing. And I smacked that fucking beam with my head, <laughs> oh, shit. and immediately felt like an idiot. And then like you know, almost fell off that tiny ass uh, fucking stage. Also, hey, you're in a club. You're in a rarefied club of people who injured themselves on that ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I've taken, I've taken one to the head. Uh, I yeah. fell down trying to oh, jump yeah. onto that stage a few times, a couple times. <laughs> I got a rug, rug rash on my forehead from landing yeah. first on that stage. You got to go to work tomorrow and the people yeah. are like, what happened? You're like, exactly. Yeah, I was at Oh, that, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Should we do another song here? Let's do The Moth. This is a song that I wrote uh, in 10 minutes. This is another one of those 10-minute ones. Fuck yeah. When I was cooking dinner, and it's one of my favorite, some of my best lyrics.
dashes into the light The light flickers from dim to bright And the chatter outside is bright now to whisper Titan blue to red Indigo one and the sunlight fled But I'm a thinking you till the sky turns Like a fluttering heart The moon glances and never parts And the earth flows like smoke As I exhale the flame dances around my hand The night has come To love the land But I'ma think of you Till the earth grows cold Cause I love these songs in a while and that was the second time tonight wow. that i got fucking chills that's so badass oh damn yeah, these all sound great Good 10 job. minute song that's pretty bitching <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'll never forget uh recording those with rick uh when we were doing i think it was october dusk and it was like 10 p.m at the old dog water house it's now like a, a fucking street yeah it's like a road now like um and rick was like fuck it turn it up and we just turned my amp up all the way and e- even knowing that like his neighbor because me and rick knew like that like i i could nail it in like one take so like if it was 30 seconds of just like blisteringly loud amp but then, but then, because <laughs> then residential studio, you have to stop making loud noise after ten o'clock. So yeah, we're breaking the rules. But, but, then, but then Rick goes like, three more takes, because he he he, 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 he wanted to like because he he knew I could do the exact same take again and again and again and I I will have to look at I think it's October dusk, 
or it might be songs of triumph, which is the one I'd like to end the podcast with. Um, uh, we'll end it on, on a note of triumph because, uh, we could all use some triumph right now. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that though, where you're like, well, do it again. And I was like, well, we already got a good one. And you're like, no, nah, do it one more time. And I did it one more time. And then I did it two more times and then I did it three more times. And <laughs> we'll have to find out what fucking song that was. Oh, it was battles. I think, uh-huh. I think it was battles. And, and we just had my amp up like so fucking loud. And like it was like a Sunday night. It was the last night of of recording perspectives. <laughs> I, and 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 it that old yeah. house I had grown up in there. So I had been a little kid. And the people that lived across the street and and some of the nearby neighbors, they were people that had known me since I was a little kid. And oh, this I really is the old house. Yeah, in Sparks. Yeah, this is the old one. So I I really oh, took advantage yeah. sometimes. Like I was really just like ah, and they and they were so sweet. They were just like, oh, it's just Ricky. Those neighbors were the best. Oh, Joe and Ann, oh, the best across the fucking street. Dude, I still have toys they gave to Riku that Bobby oh, plays with. Oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> Damn, fuck, so sad. Yeah, and that that, that house is gone. I could have just stayed there forever. I, I, I would have stayed time, there forever. So speaking of Riku, I remember one time when we were playing in the backyard uh, for for the uh, undiscovered. Yeah. Riku was like a little like girl, like oh, like six, seven. I don't know how she, how old she is now, but she, freshman she, she, in high school to uh, make you feel fucking old. Okay, She's like a freshman in high old. school. <laughs> so so when she was, when she was a little girl, though, when she was a little girl, she came walking up to me. I'm I'm like tuning my guitar, about to go on stage, and she goes, "Hey, here's something I found for you," and it was like this dope like quartz rock. And it was like it was like like a little kid's way of saying like it's time for you to rock, dude. And I was oh, like, that's oh, fucking man. That's I still have it. It, it. It's in one of my guitar cases, whatever guitar I was playing at the time. And because I was like, whoa, like that's like a beautiful moment of like just like somebody like 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 a, like a human just being like it's time for you to rock, dude. Here you go. Here's a rock. I love you very much. You know that? Oh, oh dude. God, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My heart That's just grew three sizes. Like- <laughs> uh, once she's out of the latest grounding or trouble that she's in right now, I'll have to make sure she listens to this. Oh, wait. She is our newest intern on the show. Oh, what did we decide her oh. name was? Ragmop. Oh, Ragmop. Listen, yeah. Ragmop. Ragmop. She doesn't Ragmop. like it. <laughs> That's perfect. She's supposed to not like it. <laughs> yeah. As an intern, you're not so, supposed to like your name. Fuck. So, yeah, I will have to let Ragmop actually listen to this episode besides <laughs> yeah. just processing it. And she knows. I keep her in the dungeon of the podcast uh, factory here. If we ever. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> we gotta, as a father. I'm going to lift that fucking song, and she's got to know it's spelled R A G G M O P P. Oh, P P. I did actually explain that to her, and she looked at me like I was weird. Uh, yeah, I'll have to play the song for her. I don't think I can show her that scene in the movie, though. No, probably not. I don't know. It's Come actually weird. probably pretty innocuous, but it's a John Waters movie. I just assume I can't show it to her. No. Yeah, I, I, I just, I also just was like, yeah, no, it's John Waters. I just also, I haven't seen that in a while, and I just also assume that maybe not yet. When she's sixteen, yes. <laughs> Well, what, what, what uh, yeah. We've cut her teeth on cereal, mom. 
and that's a good uh, one to start with baby. for a little kid. It's a great movie. Yeah, get her into David yeah. Lynch first, and oh, then God. you can kind of give her give her the back end of like John Waters and like uh, uh, who's the guy who did uh, the Holy Mountain? Uh, what am I forgetting his fucking name? Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky. Oh shit! Uh, you are correct, but that Y'all is a Jodorowsky. Right now. We suck. That's a Jodorowsky I've never <laughs> seen. Divine really? wasn't in yeah. that, so I didn't watch it. Well, yeah, of course she's not. It's about like alchemy and like weird fucking Jodorowsky things. I'm putting it on my list. Uh, well, yes, you should. I'm very fucking surprised that you guys have not seen that. Like, yeah, nope, that's one I know that I've missed. I'm disappointed in you, asshole. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> and we're like older than you and yeah. shit. So, like, yeah. you're taking us to task. Oh, man, I was high. I missed some stuff. Amazon's got it. Maybe I'll check it out later. <laughs> Rick has a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all I know, I probably saw it a bunch of times okay. in the 90s. And if it's a 70 movie, okay. I've seen a lot of movies from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. I've seen a lot of movies from the 80s, 90s, and on. Fucking the 70s, man. The decade I was born is this big fugue. I've seen some of them. Uh, I just saw like, Urban Cowboy last year. Like, are you I missed, shitting I missed me? a lot of the 70s. Oh, that's when I brought, like, Cowboy you should have seen 80s, that. Oh, fuck yeah, that's a movie right up my <laughs> alley. but when did you see tootsie oh right when it came out are you fucking kidding me i saw that in the theater fuck my mom yeah everybody loved it did you really oh yeah oh yeah i was old enough to see that and yeah no totally that that was a movie my parents wouldn't talk to me about what it was about for like five years oh but they're catholic (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's different when you're catholic and raising kids you got to worry about stuff (laughs) but look what happens when you do that it's true to me yeah it didn't it would have you might have been better hey well for the record, we should wrap this uh, into the quiz here real soon. It's getting like this is a long podcast oh, yes. this week. Well, it's been a minute, hasn't it? It is, yeah, and, and we up. miss you. Catching up, and I miss you guys too. Okay, so Roy, do you want your music? Well, yeah. I mean, usually, as you wish, Mister Dowd. Like it's getting a little played. Maybe we should stop that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, we'll, we'll put a pin in that for next week. But I still love having this music behind me right now. Fuck yeah, it's um, the best. Crap, <laughs> I forgot how good it was. <laughs> uh, so we are gonna act. Johnny a series of questions here in which he is going to race his mind and rack his brain to try to either say the most embarrassing thing or the least embarrassing thing in the hopes that he will be scored highly and not judged by his peers however the trick is I'm going to peel back the curtain we're going to just ridicule him and everybody doesn't like him or respect him anyway (laughs) are you ready to play (laughs) uh Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Johnny, I don't think I've asked you this one. It's been a while, but I love this question, so we're going to go out the gate with, upon your death, where would you haunt? You. Oh. You get all the, like, uh, flattery gets you everywhere on this quiz. <laughs> you. <All right. laughs> Moving for, for on. For that fucking review you gave of 
perspectives for six years. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, you know, oh. I've been waiting for this day. We've danced around it. We've danced around it this whole interview. <laughs> We've danced around it for every podcast he's been on the show since it. <laughs> Which is many. Rory. Well, yeah, like three Rory. of them. Right, and it's one of the best sounding things I've ever put out, Rory, and you didn't like it. Um, <laughs> he didn't even listen to it. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, I, right. I did, in fact, listen to it. R- Rory literally said, it's like you're trying to do nine different songs. And I was like, yeah, it's called Perspectives. Nine different perspectives. He was like, all right, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I always thought that Rory just didn't want to always have a positive review, and he was looking to have one review that wasn't like, this is great. Hey. And he hey, picked you guys. That's fine, because Led Zeppelin, like, never got a good review, and look at them now, you know? Okay. So, hey. Uh, I'm going to say uh, for Rick, winner, winner, chicken Fuck fucking yeah. dinner. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to throw Rick under the bus on this one because Uh-oh. Rick called me out on that literally <laughs> like <laughs> the month before that or weeks before that happened. And he called me. I was like, well, yeah, he's got a really good perspective. I should really take that into account. All right. I'm going to start doing that from now on. And the next band was fucking you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to completely throw Rick oh, under the bus God. on that one. <laughs> so I guessed it and it was my fault. Because you, no, <laughs> and Rick, you, ha- we talk, you talked, you and I talked about that actually a lot over like a fucking year and a half period. Like, as I mean, we were, you know, we were... Because what does a good review mean if you like everything? It doesn't mean anything. No, no, I I, I have love for Rory for, for, for being like... I would also say earlier than that, before Rick started calling me out on that, I would dance around when I didn't like something and find the good to talk about. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all kind of right. like attitude. But if I was going to be a real professional music reviewer, and this is literally what Rick called me out on, fucking have a goddamn opinion. Draw lines for yourself. Right. In, in, one of uh, my... Uh, really, and uh, <laughs> and to, maybe to I was a little heavy-handed with that particular review. But uh, not you know. really, not really. It, it, it was like it, it was, was like one paragraph. It was a, um, it was gentle. It was an article though. It it, I, it hurt though because it was a ba- hurt, our baby. Yeah, well, yeah. But it, it, was, it hurt. It hurt at the time because it was the only press that we had. It was the only. Press. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! But, but like like, like <laughs> lo- 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 looking back at it, like in my opinion, I appreciate you for like doing that because. That record fucking knocks, and like in in the six years, seven years since that record came out, people come out of their way to like text me and 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 say like, hey, like this one song like really, you know, like like resonates with me, and I'm like, holy sh- shit! Sorry, I'm burping because I just was drinking some Trulies. Um, <laughs> um, but 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 I feel like Rick Sanchez. I'm like, <laughs> Morty, it's okay. It's okay. People love that record. 
but no, I, I, I appreciate you doing that because like, because you and I have been friends for so fucking long. For real. I appreciate you like, like, being an actual like critic and being like, hey, well, you know, this is what I was thinking. Because there's a lot of people who can think a lot of different things. Um, but I mean, that was a funny moment we had just a minute ago. Oh, so, no, I know, and that's next, perfect because next question because next for question because for you it was a growth moment of cognitive dissonance, and for me yeah. it was a growth moment of cognitive dissonance, and for Rick he's just this like shit stir who wound up. <laughs> eight years ago and now we oh i feel so good we just have like completion and conclusion and shit and all those like this is a breakthrough words this is a breakthrough baby and and, i want to i want to point out breakthrough i want to point out it could have been much worse in i think that same publication when another album that i had done with another band from carson city the reviewer wrote it has some good riffs it has some good riffs, but not enough to justify its existence. I remember Damn. that album very much. <laughs> Who the that fuck band was, that? was featured on this show. Yeah, that was the, the glory. The that was the glory known as Slut Fungus. Shitting pretty. Oh, yeah. So and right, they yeah. and they wanted the and name they of wanted the album to, was shitting pretty. And they didn't want to. I think <laughs> I think really they took it as like a, a, a medal of honor that the that they were being rejected by the <laughs> the, the literati of Reno. Yeah, yeah. They, they, were, they were pretty awesome in the real deal. So oh. they probably they probably liked that. Slut Those fungus, are the, they were yeah. they were the staple of fucking dog water on the oh, walls of it. God, I fucking the wolf. Yeah. How can you not put a sticker on everything that says slut fungus? I one time. Oh, yeah. I I one time I was wearing the Slut Fungus t-shirt and I ran into a lesbian friend of mine and she looked at my t-shirt and said, I know what that tastes like. <laughs> She's like, <"Yeah." laughs> I've been there. <laughs> hey, mm. hey, 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 Nick Ramirez, I, I can see that you're, you're getting sleepy tired. Can you uh, question What's me What's the next more? question? Next question! My question, I'll, there's one I just came up with. Uh, what's your favorite movie soundtrack? Ooh. I like that. Wow. Damn. That's a deep ass motherfucker right there. Um damn, you fucking stumped me on that one because there's a whole bunch. Um what, just are, off the, what are the first few that come to mind? Yeah, um, pop off. Uh the one that Joe Strummer did for that fucking one movie, uh like Girls Point Blank oh. or something. Oh yeah. That because I'm just like a huge class fan, uh, but also uh, like it, any of like Wes Anderson stuff, specifically uh, the one uh, that has all the Kink songs, like Darjeeling Limited, Inyo Morricone, like the fucking like you know, like good, bad, the ugly, like that's good. That's yeah. good points. That's a tough question. Also, That's good. Also, now that I just remember it, Pink Floyd, the soundtrack to More, and also oh, the soundtrack to Obscured by Clouds. Yeah. Mm, those, those are totally deep water Floyd albums that rule. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. For agreeing. All right. All right. Um, what, what, what else you got? I'll take this one. Uh, Came up with a new question. Uh, name name an animal that you just hate. 
like an animal that you just like your least favorite animal that when you see it you just want to kick it across the room humans <laughs> non-human animal non-human yep insects all of them oh right. i'm sorry the correct answer was canadian geese Canadian geese are bad. That's what I, I was thinking about how much I hate geese today. And I was thinking also, like, do I hate them more than I hate seagulls? And I couldn't figure it out. I see more geese, so I probably hate them more. Dude, well, you know geese what? attack you. And you, seagulls can catch shit if you throw it at them. Like, they're, they're amazing. Seagulls, no, seagulls are pricks. Guys, all right. Now that you say that, yes. Insects, they're back in. Geese can fuck off because <laughs> when, 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 I, when I was... When I was 14, my dad and I, and with, with Jesse, Jesse Gaddis uh, of Rigorous Proof, the bass player. Yeah, we, he we, has we, a we, sexy bass. Does he? Oh, fuck yeah, he does. We, we, we drove down, fuck yeah, let's, let's smoke a cigarette. Um, we, we, we drove down to LA with my dad, and we went to Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And oh! We said, uh, yeah, we Your we, dad we said is so cool. Fuck. Yeah. My parents had never no, taken me to that. No, but the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, that's what so, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. So hold on. So so we get to Hollywood Forever Cemetery because Johnny Ramone and Dee Dee Ramone are very Yeah. We're, we're going to Johnny Ramone's statue. The, like, caretaker, like, hey, yes, I'm the old uh, caretaker of this statue. You got to watch out for this big old fucking goose is going to try and kill you. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and and like and like, like like sure enough, there's just this like giant bronze statue of like Johnny Ramone, just him like playing like his Mozart guitar and the, the the this like mama goose and like her like geese flock. I don't I don't okay, know what you goslings. Call. Goslings. Yeah, her brood. Yeah. Her, her Ryan goslings, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Um, they, they they just moved out of the way, and we get to take a picture with the the Johnny Ramone statue. And then when we leave, like these other people like pull up in their car, and just immediately get pecked by these fucking geese, like, <laughs> like immediately, like because uh, well, here's something that that I can tell the last fucking or not the last pod, the worst podcast. <laughs> um, you know where you are. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you, Johnny. Um, <laughs> Mac, and, and, and you can quote me on this. Max volume is the Snow White of men. That motherfucker, growing up with my dad. That Rick, please timestamp that and save that. <laughs> damn. Well, I don't even know what that means. Does he hang out with, yeah. with dwarves? Why? I mean, no, like it. Every every time, like growing up with 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 Glenn Bailey, Max Volume, my dad, wherever <laughs> we're at, like animals will flock to him. Oh man, just like oh, when she's singing. Oh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. That's... Okay, okay. That makes, I'm like, I'm like, beautiful. he eats poison apples. I, 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 I don't understand. Right? Like, <laughs> like, is he like like Lily White skin? Yeah, Stepmom no, was no. the c word. I just don't get it. <laughs> my, 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 my father. Hey, hey, enough. <laughs> my, my my father, like, I remember like multiple times in my life, like we're like going camping and my dad's just playing acoustic guitar doing the max volume thing just like jamming just you know he's like stoned a little bit he's just jamming and then like i look over there's like a deer 
like uh, chipmunks, like like like, awesome. like 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 fucking Snow White, like modern day Saint Francis. Like, like, I I realize yeah. that this has no scientific basis, but you say that, and it's just like, yeah. I that fe- yeah that feels right. <laughs> I bet that does happen, <laughs> Matt. Because your dad just exudes that. Like yeah, he's a rocker, but he's just this like Buddha calm. Like hey, everybody, have a good time, chill out, he is. kind of vibe. He, no, like, no like, he he is though. Like 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 my dad like, really. Nice. Like, yeah, he, uh-huh. he 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 is the male Snow White. Like you remember in in Snow White, like 1937, where she's like, "Yeah, I'm just cleaning (laughs) these people's houses," and like suddenly, like these chip bugs are like, "We're gonna help out!" Like da 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 da. I have seen that shit happen with my dad. Like that that shit has happened before, and 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 it's happened to maximum fucking volume. Like a a, a guy who's who's partied with fucking Jimmy Page and like. Not been okay, like, yeah. afterwards. Like, do, do you guys want a podcast exclusive for your Patreon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure, man. What, what are you willing to talk about? Do, do you want to hear a Jimmy Page story? You fuck with, yes. Oh, we have with, to stop with, the quiz for this. Oh, no, no. I, I want, I'm just curious, though, Johnny, before you start, how many drinks have you had? Enough. <laughs> to tell this story? <laughs> that is the correct answer. Fuck yeah. Okay. And, and this story can be cut out for Patreon and not the re- the general audience. Yes, c- c- cut this one out for Patreon. So sad for the rest of the people who don't get to hear that story that we just heard. Okay, so my question, now that we're back on the quiz, music. My favorite question right now that I haven't asked you ever before is, what is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted? So when I was about like 15 or 16, a friend of mine was like, well, if we go to uh, Barnes and Noble, as long as there's not like, a, 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 like a, a, a sticky label in it, if you just jam it in your pants, like it's good. Also, if we go to, to Meadowood <laughs> Mall, if if we go to Meadowood Mall, you can go to like Lucky Jeans and like basically steal these jeans. So I was like 16, and we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we got like really stoned, went to Barnes and Noble and I stole this book and it was, uh, I forgot what it was. It, it was like one of these like philosopher like dudes and it was like inward revolution and like, you know, like some, some like new age stuff, but like cool new age stuff. So I stole that and then we went to Meadowood Mall and I stole these like, what I called like Robert Plant, like, denim jeans so what happened was the like the book that i stole that was full of like good philosophy didn't work because i stole it and i was like this is not like slapping does not work and then the the jeans that i stole like two weeks later i like did like like a david lee roth like like double kick and just ripped them at school. And then like my dick like fell out and it was just not okay. And that was the last <laughs> time I stole anything. I was like, well, instant karma, you know? And I gotta say, like, I just my looked dick up fell out. the title <laughs> Inward Revolution. 
bringing about radical change <laughs> in the world by Gr- J. Krishnamurti. Yes, who, yeah, yes, yeah, who exactly. I, I don't Kr- think would be would be a supporter of shoplifting. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was not at all. God damn it. I love that. Like, they, yeah. Jay hey, no, good on you remembering the title of the book that chastised you into never shoplifting <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, let's not shoplift again. Here, just just a quick Google uh, uh, title review. Krishnamurti was one of the most influential and widely known spiritual teachers of the 20th century. Here, he inquires with the reader to into how remembering dwelling on past events, both pleasurable and painful, give us a false sense of continuity, causing us to suffer. His instruction is to be attentive and clear in our perceptions and meet the challenges of life directly in each new moment. So I would say... In recounting this story, you have fulfilled the lesson. And also, he can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) He can, though. Okay, Rory. That was pretty fucking fantastic. (laughs) Is that everybody? Everybody asked a question. Yes. Yeah. Who won? Uh, I I believe uh, Johnny... Fuck Johnny yeah. Harpo. Johnny Harpo won that one. Yes. Good job. No, no other personalities. Right, <laughs> Good job, Johnny. Good job. Way to, way to beat yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking assholes. <laughs> Love it. All right. Hey, um, hey, you guys, before we go, Mikey. Oh, um, Mikey. I'm. I'm going to go hit the road here and I just want you guys to know that I love you and uh, you want to wish us luck. Oh, we wish you all the best joy and love. Is that happening? I cannot wait to meet Pauline in eight to 12 weeks. Uh, uh, COVID, <laughs> COVID processing delays uh, approved. <laughs> oh, we love you guys yeah. so much. Good luck. Yeah. Have fun. It's going to be great. Thank you. Too bad they're making you get up so early for it, but it's going to be probably (laughs) the best day of your life, Mikey. I'd wake up early to meet you. Diana and Riku send all of their love to you guys, too. Thank you so much. We love you. Christina and Allison also. Love you. Thank you. This is so exciting. We can't (laughs) wait. (laughs) Hi, Johnny. (laughs) <laughs> hi, hi Mikey Also uh, let me know when your daughter Can play drums because we need a drummer For rigorous groups <laughs> I know we just bought her a drum set Okay good I, I, I love you so much And uh, and uh, congratulations I, I, I can't wait to see you again I love you too thank you Me too Thanks you guys um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out because I need to go get some sleep so I can. Yeah, you got a right. <laughs> early call tomorrow. And I am not gonna sleep at all, so I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love right. you, kids, so much. Over and out. I'll see you later. Thanks, Johnny. It was a lot of fun. And say hi to your dad for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Love you. Bye. Donna, Mike, go to break. All right. Well, look, so look, like, look at us now. Like, d- damn. Like, like. How much love is there? Like a lot. Uh, yeah, that's fucking. That's fucking beautiful. You know. One big family. Yep.
I don't know. We, like, I like to go out on top, and we can't really beat that. No. Um, so uh, next week, uh, please tune in. We're going to have, uh, like Nick mentioned, really early on in the show, Josie Rock and Hey Steve, can you do me a favor? Uh, Steve Emmerich, uh, legendary local promoter, um, and Josie Rock, legendary local artist, tagger, and and mural artist. So uh, we're uh, we're really excited for next week's show, Johnny. I was really excited for this show, and we you did not disappoint, yeah, my friend. It. it was great having you. <laughs> hey, can you do me one favor and end yeah. the show with songs of triumph? Yeah, because it. it with 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 the note with uh Nick and uh Mikey going to have their baby and and uh doing everything it's time for some songs of fucking triumph Amen. enough with the songs of despair you know what Amen. i mean yeah hope and joy and love and blasting off like a rocket into the future yeah start douching out some of that negativity and when it comes down to it Johnny Harpo is here for you you have to understand a couple of things. Love is what you got to do. And if people ain't loving you or treating you properly, they can fuck off. I, I, am, I am so lucky to have friends such as you who fucking love me. We all love each other. And you know what? There, there's been a lot of people in my life recently that suck and they can Fuck off. I think that's a statement we can all get behind. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right. I love you guys. Love you, Johnny. Fuck you, man. Uh, I love you too. Fuck you, day. Songs of triumph. Yeah, that's what we're going out on. Right now. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. second just a moment's glance i feel the quiet desperation as the seasons pass and i was a lost lover looking for a second chance to last on the sun you cried for the moon and all the stars came crashing down and Second, won't you hold my hand? 
We got two more. Beelzebub in the guise of a smutty-faced innocent. Darkwater Studio. It may be nasty, but it doesn't last long. This one put me down. <laughs>